Hi everyone, it's Olga Zar from SEO Sly. Today I have a very, a very, I, I think the most special guest I have ever had. This is Aleida. Aleida, how are you doing? Hello, Olga. How are you? It's uh, very excited to see you again. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited as well. I think you are this kind of guest that doesn't really need any introduction. You are probably the most famous person in SEO, so I will skip the introduction. I'm very happy because I thought when we when we set up this uh, recording initially, I thought I would be just a recording. I, I will I won't be knew, knowing you in person. But now, last week, exactly a week ago, uh, I had a chance to meet you in person uh, on Barbados, and it was so much fun. Did you enjoy Barbados? Yes, it was a, a very different uh, conference, much more laid back. Um, with a, an amazing atmosphere and the people also willing to network and, and share in a, in a different environment, right? I think that the tropics uh, do that to you 100%. So, and it was such an amazing surprise to be able to, to, to see you there. One of the highlights of, of the event for me. Yeah, yeah, the, the same with me. And I totally loved your your um, your talk on the second day. So it was awesome. So I will be studying the, uh, the um, your presentation in detail because, like my husband, also he was also there. He also loved your loved your talk a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I really really appreciate it. I, I mean, it's, it's not let's say trending topic type of stuff, but I. I truly believe that this is the, the base of SEO consulting, yeah. right? Like doing things in a way that has actual impact uh, from an execution standpoint and a revenue standpoint at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it was packed with so many, so many, so many tips, so many things that it was like, like it could easily be turned into like a 600 pages book, I think, <laughs> if you wanted to expand on each thing you, you mentioned there. One day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Aleida. So I want to get to know in detail your SEO story. So can you tell me how it all started for you? When it started? I learned from you that you, um, because at first I thought uh, you were from Spain. So maybe if we can start from there. So when you moved to Spain and kind of how it all started in SEO for you. Yes, I am originally from Nicaragua and I moved to Spain in 2006. Uh, before coming to Spain, I was a web designer slash front-end web developer. Oh. And uh, yes, in, and that that was a time uh, in which I, I was working actually at a newspaper in the web development department oh. of a newspaper in my country. Indeed, and, and I also designed um, websites for clients at a site. And I had designed also websites before that at, uh, at ISPs, like internet service uh, providers were like, imagine at the time, especially in a small country like Nicaragua, these, are, these were the type of companies that uh, used to design websites or develop websites for clients, right? To party clients. So it was always a question for me about how do you bring traffic to this website because uh, that was always the challenge, right? Um, after designing, developing, launching, like what, what else, what next? So I started playing a little bit with uh, Google Ads. I had started also to get uh, and, and consult for more e-commerce type of clients. So eventually I realized, no, I need to learn more about 
uh, e-commerce, digital marketing, bringing traffic uh, to, to the websites. And I, I subscribe, I register um, to this e-commerce master uh, at the University of Salamanca, which is a university here in Spain. Uh, they offer, it's a two years master, they offer the first year uh, online and uh -huh. and the second year in person so i did that and and eventually i moved to salamanca to study the second year while i was in salamanca the first thing that i started to do was to apply for jobs i was able to work as a part-time uh part-time as a student so i started to apply for for jobs it was a little bit of a challenge because nobody wants to do the uh, hiring per pay work for a foreign student of course uh but I, I was lucky enough to to find a digital marketing agency in Salamanca that was willing to go through the through the hassle to hire me mm -hmm. and, and and also to bring me into the SEO world because um, I didn't know anything about it. It was at that agency when I learned uh, where I learned everything. Right, like um, the base of SEO, how, what it was, how it worked. Because at the beginning, I was put in charge, and this was my first role at the agency um, to manage a network of websites that they had. So I was in charge to mm. build the websites, travel and education websites. So I to, to build the websites, to develop the content of the websites, to monetize the websites through affiliates, ads, etc. cetera. <laughs> and, uh, and, and as part of this process, I was also taught SEO by the SEO department of the agency that already existed there. And uh, I, I realized like, oh my God, this is the best way, the scalable, uh, organic way to grow uh, these websites and any website for that matter, uh, especially at the time, right? Like, and and um, and um, um, I also loved how there was a mix of the activities that I already knew and loved, right? So the, the technical aspect as a web developer slash web designer, right. um, the content aspect from a content from a marketing standpoint that I wanted to learn more about. And that is why I, I came to study uh, to Salamanca at that point. So it was it was like a win-win-win for me to start learning more about SEO. And eventually, because I really liked it and, and show, let's say, uh, interest on developing more in SEO specifically, when a team member of the SEO department left the agency, I was given the opportunity to join uh, and start uh -huh. doing client work uh, and providing SEO to, to the clients. A lot of the clients of the agencies were also from international clients from the travel education, like learn Spanish, learn English in, in the, through different countries, mm -hmm, et cetera. Mm -hmm. so, so that is why uh, a lot of the work that I started doing was um, in international SEO because it was, it was a very natural thing for me uh, to start working in a multilingual type of environment because of the type of clients that the agency had, right? So this pretty much have how I joined SEO and I believe that it was a very natural evolution, right? Even if I were from, I come from a different world. And it's also funny too, because mm -hmm. um, as, as, as a consultant now, I think that my my work uh, and, and skills is split across different type of, of activities. I'm pretty sure that you see that as a consultant yourself now too. Um, I not only do SEO, uh, SEO, but I need to coordinate and, totally. and manage activities and tasks with, with clients and also sell myself and sell projects also to influence things. And uh, coincidentally, before uh, being um, a, a web developer, web designer, I, I also did all the jobs uh, while I was studying. I was studying systems engineering uh, in Nicaragua. And oh. at, at one point, I was uh, 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 IT support. Uh, oh. So I pretty much installed 50 machines with Windows 
2000 at the time, uh -huh. uh, migrated them, migrated them from Windows 95 to 2000 into a new domain server, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I was very used to give support. I was very used to uh -huh. troubleshoot issues and, and, and always put my the best face to, to, the, to the people <laughs> that I was giving support and, and manage the, the, the challenge, right? And, and then uh, I, after that job, I also try a little bit because I, I was working for a company that give, gave support to many uh, different companies in Nicaragua. So eventually my boss has realized like, oh, she's great at support. She has technical knowledge and um, she's also very friendly and sh she knows how to sell stuff. So I was given the role of a salesperson uh, but it was a technical search person, so I they g g gave a lot of uh, pre-sales support um, of um, when selling servers or switches, Cisco uh -huh. switches, for example, uh, oh. this stuff that oh. the company sold. So I literally, um, at some point, I participated that this public, um, um, I don't know how to say the, 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 exactly the word in, in English, but um, listations of work. Uh -huh. So I did also the hundreds of pages documenting the features that uh the machines that we were selling how they comply with the rules and this was were very strict type of of proposal so all these skills crazily enough even if when you think about it they look completely unconnected disconnected right to each other are eventually when i started and i became independent as an independent as your consultant they all be became super helpful for, for me because I was not only knowledgeable in SEO, but I also knew how to give support, how to sell yeah. my, my service, how to manage all of this coordination stuff. So yeah, indeed. So uh, this is something that I want to mention because uh, more and more I see SEOs who are SEOs now because they took an SEO course and they, they, they were taught yeah. SEO um, from scratch, which is amazing, by the way. I mean, I, I don't think that that is bad. That is amazing too accelerate your career however i truly believe that if you want to excel as an seo you do need um as much as possible these additional skills that will highly highly facilitate your life because seo stops being a knowledge problem very quickly right right like there's a learning curve and after that learning curve after a couple of years you, you're you already know what totally. how it is right so and, and it becomes a, a, a management problem execution problem selling problem influence problem and um, I was lucky enough to have all of these additional skills because of my previous SEO life uh, or non-SEO life. But uh, it's important that uh, SEOs realize this so they can complement their skills with additional courses, additional training, uh, doing other type of work that can hi highly help them to uh, achieve stuff as SEOs now. Yeah, I totally. I know. I know way better. Understand kind of how how is it like the miracle of you, I would say. But um, talking about the courses, uh, expanding on other skills than SEO, is there something like specific you you have in mind you could recommend? Yeah, for example, I I love the the more courses now focus on the so called soft skills, which mm -hmm. uh, I, I believe that the name soft skills are sort of like undermining right because they they look easy but they are not they are like the hardest ones um the seo mba from uh tom critchlow uh, i don't know if you have seen uh -huh. it so these are uh courses uh focus on uh these 
soft skills on how to sell, how to develop business, business skills for SEOs, leadership skills. I'm going to send you the, the link here. Is, one is oh. uh, executive presence and the other is the art of client management. Both are fantastic. Um, I have had the access to them and uh, gone through them. And I think it's fantastic information that can highly help you and accelerate this, um, this knowledge. Then there is this uh, other group of courses that um, the... Uh, I will link them. Yeah, thank look, you. Yeah, that uh -huh. Adam um, from the SEO Sprint has put together uh, to be to to become better at SEO execution, to think as a product manager, and I'm going to link here uh, the okay. the the curse. And um, the thing here is that um, is to 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 understand and have a little bit of more ownership, like development ownership and understanding of um, when you do SEO, right? That, that again for me, it comes very naturally because. I was before a web designer and a front-end web developer, so I have, uh, it's, and it's not necessarily about technical knowledge, right? But it's about understanding how workflows work. <laughs> and from totally. a web development standpoint, web designing standpoint, which I have an understanding because of my background, but it might not come nat naturally if you're starting from scratch in SEO. And I believe that um, Adam Gant's um, courses that are here are, are fantastic for that. Um, from product ownership, Project planning, uh, Dev and Partnership Playbook. Also, at that at, at one time after I, I finished um, university and, and starting the master, I did a one year or so uh, project management course too uh, uh -huh. in, in Nicaragua. There, there were some uh, some programs um, along with the Tech of Monterrey University, which is a Mexican university that is pretty well known. So they send. Uh, teachers, instructors to Nicaragua to like, to give this additional advanced skills, let's say, from a management standpoint, to especially target to people who had um, uh, graduated from engineering school, as it was my case, to complement the technical uh -huh. knowledge with additional management skills. And and I took it, right? Um, it was hard because it was, these were night courses. So I worked pretty much during the day and I ended up going to the courses at, uh -huh. at night. Uh, but, but I was able to learn again, the basics of management, uh, planning, uh, PNLs and uh, the, the business side of, of, of development. Right. So, so this again has come quite handy now with my own company and consultancy. So uh -huh. highly, highly recommend these courses. I mean, if you want to work always as an employee, um, I think that, at least having the soft skills is important because you will always need to sell yourself internally within the company, uh, especially if you want to have a leadership role eventually. Um, if you want to work at an agency, also these skills are important. If you want to work as an independent consultant, they're even more important, right? Because Yeah, they're uh, like critical, I would say. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Okay, so if I'm counting correctly, you are about 18 years into SEO or so? more or less i started in 2007 in seo okay so yeah a, a long time yeah awesome okay so can you tell me when did you start your own company when when did you decide to go solo like at what point in your career you had the confidence to say okay now i can do it on my own yeah yeah this is interesting again and i love that you asked this question because i i do feel that nowadays especially younger generations of SEOs, they look up and they see all the people with, uh, that are 
have the visibility that I have or that you have. And they, 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 they don't realize how long it takes. Right. And, and the reasons uh -huh. and, and, and that everything takes a little bit of time to get where it should. Right. Uh, so context is important here. I, I became independent in 2014. So seven years uh -huh. already into SEO, uh, almost uh, now nine years ago. Uh, uh, next year will be 10, uh, finally. Um, but it was because literally after a series of jobs that I had had uh, both in-house and as uh, the agency side, um, unfortunately, I, I, I went through this bad experiences uh, of uh -huh. not being able to get stuff done, of not getting approvals, of, of um, not being sold the project as it was really, or the role of the, fun the, the, the functions that I will, uh, will do eventually. Anyway, it was, let's say, a challenging time in my career, a hard time in my career. A lot of people think that, oh, she doesn't have hard, hard moments, whatever. No, I am here because I have gone through a lot of bad moments that have led me to end up building my own thing, right? I'm pretty sure that if I had kept doing the same thing, applying for different roles uh, at different companies, looking for other people to give me opportunities of the, the roles that I will imagine to be perfect for me, I will be still looking. I, will, I wouldn't yeah, totally. have half of the success that I have at the moment also. Um, totally. And so I eventually realized at that point in my career, it's like, look, um, whether I have bad luck or whatever, the, especially also I was still working here in Spain, even if remotely. So that was a little bit of a restriction if I didn't want it to move because also uh, remote work was not as common at the time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I ended up deciding, no, I'm going to become independent. I need to take up the ownership of this, of the clients that I work, of the of the good fit of, of, of the, the, the type of activities that I, that I do. Um, and I literally took pretty much a year to come up to the same revenue that I was doing as a full-time employee. It uh -huh. went really fast because at that point, I was already lucky to have certain type of visibility. Of course, nowhere as the visibility that I have right now, but I was already speaking at conferences internationally. I started speaking at conferences internationally in 2012. So in 2014, I was already two years in. Um, I started blogging also like earlier than that time um, before I started even speaking. I was already doing webinars, etc. So I already had some sort of visibility and people knew me and people was already looking for me to hire me for the project. So little by little, I was able to at least have, um, uh, let's say, this this uh, visibility base to build mm -hmm. upon. So I highly, highly recommend, even if you're an employee and you're not thinking of becoming independent and you, you don't even, it's, it's not something that you even think about. It's never harmful to develop your personal brand if you're able or something that you're keen to do, yeah. right? It can only help. Even if you, you, you're you looking to stay totally. working um, uh, from, from as an employee, it will. It can only help you in the never next totally. time that you're applying for a job because the HR team or the hiring manager will look for you and will see all of this activity that you have. You can only bring know-how. It already sells you. Uh, and, and it's less of a hassle for you to to sell. And, and this is the thing. People end up hiring, whether internally or externally, people that they trust. Because that is the challenge in SEO, especially as something relatively still new or complex. They need to trust that you are able to do the job, right? That is the first yeah. thing. And 
just by building upon your visibility and and being known that that you can share and you have certain type of experience of know-how eliminates a good bit of that uncertainty with clients or potential uh, managers, right? Or hiring managers. Uh, so I highly, highly advise that you build this visibility, even if you're not thinking of becoming independent, because it can only be useful whenever you decide to do so. And even if you don't decide, it will still be useful. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And I can quickly share because I, I also started, uh, I, I became independent at the seventh, not seventh, uh, at the ninth year of my SEO career. So a little bit later than you did, but it also took me a lot of years until I kind of decided, okay, now it's time because I went through the similar experiences as you. I couldn't really, this job was okay, but it lacked this. In that job, I felt I couldn't grow. So I decided, let's take responsibility and create the job that I want. And this is this is what I did. And this is what you did. And this is what I encourage other women and not women men to do, to try doing as well. In my case, it was, I needed 60 days to match up, match up the, the income I, I had in my job. So I was ready for a year, maybe two years, but it kind of happened in within 60 days. So it that can, is amazing to hear. So it was it was quite quite okay, and I, I hope it mo motivates someone to to also pursue 100%, 100%, this. But those... what I what I will what I will highly advise if that if people are actually looking into this, just like of course um, being responsible, you should at least have a few months of savings uh, just in yeah, case totally. when you do the jump, because you know. And what I will highly highly recommend is to at least for one year to start um sharing around in the industry yeah uh you know how uh whether in blogs and webinars in uh, virtual or in-person events networking also helps a lot even if you're not speaking right if that is not something that you enjoy to do no worries but at least get yourself out there because it would be much easier that someone refers you organically totally. right like whenever they understand that you're available for work that they will uh, refer to someone and this is only natural right you refer to someone that you trust that you like that you already know much more easily than others for a job 100 yeah totally totally and at first before i started i, I started blogging sharing around 2020 i think during the pandemic and before that i was completely unknown i was doing everything like behind the scenes and when i started and i was thinking about going solo but i didn't really know how to do it. I was thinking how I how I would sell this, how I would do it. I didn't didn't have any plan. But when I started sharing, so many opportunities, so many people appeared, and it was basically because of the fact that I started sharing, writing, participating in online community that I was also like able to finally go solo. Without that, I don't think it would be possible to do it that quickly. Okay, Aleida, I, I have a question. Uh, like, uh, how big is your company right now? Is it just you or are there like 50 people behind you? Yeah. I uh, I am small by design. And this is another thing, right, um, uh -huh. that I would like to share about. There are many ways to grow. I think that a lot of people and one of the things that they, they, they think and they are afraid is like, okay, if I go independent, the way to grow eventually is to build a big agency as a consultant or a big yeah. company. And I don't want to be an operator. I don't want to be a manager. I, I, I'm not a business owner. And I dislike the side of 
the, the, the hassle, right, of operating a business, I, I like to keep consulting for clients and I enjoy doing SEO. And this is the type of role that I designed for myself to do. I have a couple of people uh, helping me uh, doing the legwork uh, that work with me. Um, and, and then also another person helping me with the operations of, of, of the company. Uh, but it's pretty much myself handling uh -huh. the work with my clients. My clients understand this and this is what the reason why they actually hire me. Uh, yeah. versus any other agency. They want to work with me. They want to bring someone who will be able to go dipped in whatever challenge they have. As, as, right now, many of my clients are actually two types of clients. Most of them are enterprise clients. Uh -huh. They have in-house SEO teams. Uh, and they hire me because they are so focused on the day-to-day um operations and and executions that whatever new projects or challenges they have they 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 cannot allocate resources so they want to bring someone like me to help them to tackle that challenge uh, or particular process or project and uh unfortunately many agencies uh the people who they have handling projects are not necessarily the most savvy or experienced person because they are the SEO director who organizing everything not necessarily working with the client day to day. They have totally. many times even executive for that who have like one year and, and uh, of experience, two years of experience. So um, it, it is much more harder to rely completely on a very complex project or challenging projects. Uh, so they bring me for the, my know-how, for my experience, and that is what I give. Uh, and uh, completely personalized consulting. Um, I work with a number of, of clients uh, at a time. And the way that I have done to grow, let's say, uh, my my consultancy is uh, growing the type of clients that I work with. Uh, as I mentioned, one hand, enterprise level clients. On the other hand, hand is startups, uh, well invest, mm -hmm. invested uh, uh, startups have, uh, to help them set their SEO program and the base of, of the SEOs um, operations. And, um, and, and, and yes, that on one hand, um, so I can charge more because my work is more complex, yeah. uh, projects are bigger, and, and it's only a handful of, of clients. Then on the other hand, I have also um, SEO FOMO uh, and my products. Yeah. I have also another website, Remoters on the side with another SEO friend of mine. Uh, so the beauty of keeping things small, let's say, in, in size, um, is that it gives me the flexibility to run and test and and uh -huh. uh, do all of this type of additional projects, which I have to say, if it wasn't for that and it was always only client work, I potentially I would have like become um, bored uh, because yeah, you yeah, need yeah, a, yeah. something that you own, ownership of your own product, right? So that is why I started uh, also SEO FOMO and SEO FOMO became very, very quickly, very profitable. I believe that uh, SEO FOMO is, is crazy to think, right? Like by sending four emails um, per month, it makes already more money than I was doing as a full-time employee in-house uh -huh. <laughs> many years ago. Is awesome. it, or, in my last, or in my last job working uh, full-time. So, so, so but that, I have that. the same, yeah, even though my newsletter is way smaller. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. So that, that is amazing, right? So, um, so I'm very excited about that. It's already 30k uh, subscribers, and I have a lot of of, of plans for it. Stay tuned uh, to uh -huh. do some pivots and to build 
upon the SEO FOMO brand. Um, and, and then, of course, I have Marketing FOMO. I have Crawling Mondays. Um, I have Learning SEO, which is the project that I use to give back to the community uh, to share reliable SEO resources for free. Um, and also the accelerator in which we go through the most common questions uh, from people learning SEO uh, with reliable specialists from each area completely for free too. Uh, so that is a project that, you know, it has a lot of my, my, my heart because it's, it's something that I wish I would have had when I started, right? And it's my way to give back to, a, to eliminate the burden at the beginning and to give access to everybody independently of where they, they are located and, and the capacity to invest in courses that many times are also very expensive too. Um, so, so yeah, so I am able to do in, to do all of this at the same time, I have the flexibility because of the model that I have, that, that I have designed for myself, right? If I had been the typical agency owner with 50 people, whatever, going into the operations of how I keep more clients, clients coming every yeah, single yeah. month, just to be able to keep up with salaries and operations can cost, uh, I, I would have hated it. It's not me. I totally, right? so totally, I am totally the same. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to build up your own path of what you create, uh, of, you, you, of who, based on what you, you, you like, of who you are, your, your strength and, and uh, interest to um, the agency path is not the only way. The tool, typical tool path is not the only way to, because I, I see a lot of people building, building SaaS, which by any means I love because these are tools that I can use, but I can also see how I need something else, something different because I'm, I'm, we are all unique, right? So I, I love the path that I have followed. I'm very proud and very happy. I'm very excited, especially with this project, SEO formal Learning SEO, because of how the impact on when, uh, and then the, the opportunity that it has opened up uh, for a new different type of product um, in the format of a newsletter in, in, the other, in the other case. Yeah, totally, totally. This is awesome, like so many things. And talking about your newsletter, SEO FOMO, so when did you start it? I started actually um, as in, in 2020 too. Uh, so, you know. 2020? Just, just, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So just for context here, just for context, uh, every year I try to try something new, something different. So in 2019, it was Crawling Mondays that I started. Um, uh -huh. And I, I started it also to give me a way, a, a platform to test SEO for YouTube, SEO for video and see mm -hmm. how it was there. I started to grow um, um, Crawling Mondays. What are, what you are your insights? Yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to ask, what are your insights about SEO for video in, in this from from this from this project? In YouTube, in, in YouTube is more about conversion optimization, honestly, and community management that are actual that actual SEO within the platform because um, most of the traffic of videos in YouTube rely not in first time searches or one time searches as people do in Google, but on suggestions. Yeah, of your video within the platform based on interest matching, topical relevance matching, and um, and then your subscribers' behaviors, if if uh, or the users' behaviors. Sorry, if the user has subscribed, if the if the user has uh, ended up like watching the full thing, so they are recommended more videos from your channel or everywhere, uh, not only in, in in that same screen, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, etc. Et so um, yeah, there, there's a role in the. Uh, retention, the engagement, 
the relevance of, of the video uh, that you should analyze very well in order to, to let's say, maximize. And, um, and the way that you focus the, the, the video is also important. So that is why, for example, many times in the past, I have published a video on, on Sundays right before I send SEO FOMO. And I include the link in SEO FOMO. So people who will go and watch the video will go like right after I publish. Uh -huh. Uh, the video. So uh -huh. there's a lot of signals of engagement right away. And, and then based on that engagement, YouTube will see that the, 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 the video is very popular very quickly and they will continue uh, the flywheel of recommending the video much more to lookalike audiences, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, so it's, it, as you can see, it's more of like an engagement, community, conversion optimization rather than purely SEO. Of course, you should optimize the title, the description, the hashtags, tags, etc. But there's only so much, I think, that you can do with uh, the SEO fundamentals and much more on this type of engagement and, um, and um, let's say, community management yeah. side of things. Yeah, totally. Totally. So coming back to newsletter, I got you off yeah. track. So, uh, so yeah, like 2020 and so many subscribers. Yeah. yeah, and then and then I decided, okay, when I started to grow, probably Mondays and saw how challenging it was. I was like, okay, how I can own my audience to send to the videos <laughs> because uh -huh. I want to send to the videos. One of the typical tips that you see around is like, oh, if you have a community, you send the link to the video and, and to increase the engagement right away, things like that, right? So I was like, okay, it's true that I have a good um, social follower following and then that was true back then too. But the reality is that this is a following that you don't, you don't own. There's a following that um, uh, the attention span is very, very small. Uh, you tweet something, you share something in LinkedIn, it's like uh, one second to engage or yeah. not, right? So it's not something that you own necessarily or control a lot. So I, I decided to retake my newsletter because uh, I saw that was the other area that I hadn't tried, that I hadn't tested, that I saw a lot of information of people how, saying how, Valuable it was to own your agency to build a sort of community without calling it a community, right? Or the hassling of, of coordinating or moderating a community. Uh, so I started to create the, the newsletter as a as a test for that year that that year. And um it became very the grow the growth was amazing very quickly. Um I it's true that I did start it from scratch, by the way. I started with 1700 or 1600 follower uh, uh, subscribers that I already had from my newsletter from my from my website because uh -huh. many many years ago it was in 2015 or so that I had some uh when I redesigned my website I had, I had some newsletter um uh, registration Box, options yeah, yeah, yeah. so whenever yeah so whenever I had a tip or a new uh article I will send it to you but yeah I didn't use it often let's say but only that organically had built already 1600 1700 subscribers yeah. so when i when i wanted to start seo fomo i sent an email to the people who had subscribed at the time say hey i'm rebranding this to seo fomo the format will be different will be a weekly news like format with the latest in the industry um let me know if you want to get in etc and i will start the next week it's and and this is how i started right and um and it quickly grew uh, I also had set certain goals and I, I'm sharing this for you to understand that things that only, not only, not always go how, as you expect, right? So at the beginning, the newsletter was growing like 
uh, a thousand subscribers per month, right? So I was like, okay, this is great. Um, I want to finish the first year with uh, 20,000 subscribers, right? And uh, when June came, it became very evident for me that even if I was like already doing certain promotions, giveaways, etc., that was not happening. So at some time, I also started with the uh, loyalty program, the referral program. If, if you refer subscribers, you, yeah, you yeah. will get access to goodies, SEO goodies, etc. So, so this is how I started playing around and seeing how I can evolve more the, the newsletter, right? Like right now, the newsletter just reached um, the 30,000 subscribers a bit ago. And uh, the next nice. thing Congrats. that I want to... Thank you. Thank you very much. The next thing is that I want to try with the newsletter. Again, just for you to see, I see that a lot of people are starting paid newsletters, which is amazing. And I love like, like pivots, like an additional newsletter that I will send besides the free one, mm -hmm. adding more or featuring more insights or whatever than the one that I send usually, or to complement with additional insights, which by all means, amazing. If that is your thing, I want to do something that also allows me to grow faster. Um, yeah. and I can definitely see how the paid newsletter can allow you to monetize faster, not to grow, but thankfully I'm doing very well, uh, from a monetization standpoint. So I don't need to incentivize that point, but I want to incentivize more the growth, right? The scale of the growth mm -hmm. of the, of the newsletter. And that is why I'm going to launch something soon, expected, mm. uh, hopefully at the beginning of next year of 2024, uh, that will complement the newsletter very well. Uh, that will be something completely free too. So I, as you can see, I'm always test, testing new things, validating ideas. Some of them uh, are more successful than others and grow in different ways than others. But uh, the, the newsletter potential is the one that has surprised me the most. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm very, very thankful because also it's, uh, a lot of people send me completely um, emails in a spontaneous way telling me, oh, Aleida, thank you very much. This is something that I read every week. Is how I keep up. And I have tried to develop more the newsletter in a way that is still the, 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 the ratio of the quality is high. Uh, I don't include everything that I am sent or I see around on one hand. Then to complement with additional things that I believe that can be very valuable for, for SEOs to keep up. SEO events, whether online or in person. SEO jobs too. Um, S free SEO tools, especially your premium ones, to take a look at. Uh, so I try to complement not only yeah. making it news focus or res typical resource or guides focus, but to complement it with things that help us in our day to day. Yeah. Okay. And how long does it take you to write one issue and kind of gather all the data? Yeah. So the ga data gathering is actually very natural because whenever I uh, see something that takes my attention in LinkedIn and Twitter uh -huh. or in apps that I belong to, I save it in a Google Doc. So okay. I know that when Saturday is rich, I will have at least 10 resources, the very least. I also have uh, someone help me uh, who I have hired to help me to write the first blurb. So I can then on Sunday go and revise the blurbs and edit, it, edit, edit them out rather than starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, so this is something that I do. Uh, and then I use tools like Guzumu to look into any additional articles that are not yet there, uh, that have been written in the last week, that uh -huh. have become popular, uh, to add them also in the newsletter. So I do this, all of this, let's say, uh, 
yeah, work of, of uh, curation uh, too, that is a little bit more manual rather than the more like automatic one on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and I believe that the whole process takes me around five hours, six hours uh -huh. maximum. But yes, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's not automatic. It's, it's, there's work. Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. Totally, totally. And maybe one more thing, two more things. Can you tell me more about learning uh, SEO, this project? Like, like you started this to give uh, back to community, community and how often, how much do you work on this? Like, how long did it take you to build the site? How many visitors it has? Like, whatever you can share. Yes, of course. So this was another thing that I started in 2020 because... Uh, I believe it was 2020. Yeah, I, or 2021. I have to say something, right? Like with the pandemic and everything, the years are blur in my mind. 2020, 2021, they all look like the same uh, at some yeah. point. Uh, but <laughs> in any learn case, learn SEO. Uh, you are number one. Learning sorry, SEO. I just... uh, yeah. So, sorry, it was 2021, actually, 2021, uh, in February, not in 2020. So I started uh, the website as a way to compile good SEO resources um, in a single place in a way that it's organized in, um, it's organized in a way that facilitates the learning process rather than having many guides and in, in, um, in a way that are or disorganized or doesn't really make sense from a learning process. So you don't start learning te learning technical SEO before learning about how search works, yeah. right? Uh, totally. So I, I wanted to organize the, the resources in a way that they really help someone who was starting the learning journey or someone who wanted to go deep in certain areas of SEOs whenever they already understood the basics, right? So I, I started by pretty much just sharing a Google Sheet at the time, it it grew very yeah. like uh, like like from many, it, through many iterations, uh, and it was a process that it started like a very basic MVP, right? And eventually, I started to add more, more, more. Um, I created a website myself uh, from scratch with different mm -hmm. areas, etc. But yeah, it was not the best looking websites. My my skills as a web designer slash a front-end web developer having gone since a while ago. <laughs> so eventually I realized that I, I needed help with that. So I hired uh, the agency, the web development um, design agency of a good uh, friend, uh, Tana Ligato, uh, who's also an SEO uh, based here in Spain. Um, and they, they, they did an amazing job with my vision because I, yeah, I share a few mm -hmm. insights with them about what, what I wanted, uh, which have given me a base to build upon um, because what I also wanted to do for a while um, was to not only create these resources or aggregate these resources for others to consume easily, reliable resources, but at the end of the day, these are resources that you need to go through and many times won't necessarily tackle the particular question or challenge that you have about that, about that topic, right? And many times these are questions and challenges that a lot of people share because are very common to have when you're learning SEO or that particular topic in SEO. So to tackle that, I started the Learning SEO um, Accelerator program uh, where I chose uh, 15 people 
from all over the world. And a lot of these people I love is, is the, they're only one or two base in Europe, right? They are from all over. So they are from areas where they wouldn't have had the chance to learn SEO easily uh -huh. because there are not that many companies or, 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 or agencies um, where a lot of people in Europe or in the US will tend to learn more uh, to, to have the access to this type of roles. So these are people who are coming from countries who don't have that type of access to have this trusted, uh, let's say, support uh, in the in the rest of your journey. So it's great because they have a lot of the questions that I wanted to answer with, oh. for the audience. So what we do is to do this pretty much weekly or by weekly sessions, going through every area of the roadmap, uh, SEO fundamentals, technical SEO, content optimization, link building, uh, how to develop a, an SEO audit, um, uh, SEO coordination, um, SEO reporting, uh, setting SEO goals, setting an SEO strategy. We did one about WordPress SEO um, a few weeks ago. Today, actually, we have the week's SEO one, and early next oh. week, uh, it will, will be about Shopify SEO. So we go through every mm. area of the roadmap, and we have already covered like 13 topics or so. Um, nice. Answering the questions, the main questions about each area, tackling the common doubts um, of the participants who have been chosen around the world. And then also publishing these videos, recording on a YouTube channel that I have created for it, and also embedding these videos on the website itself. So whenever who lands on the technical SEO section, they can only have access to the resources, but also tips that I have asked around the community uh, to give people learning about that particular topic that I have also included there, uh, FAQs that I have created myself, uh, and also additionally the video, the video, the embedded video going through the questions were in an hour that we asked uh, people uh, or, or SEOs who are highly specialized in that topic. So I, I am the host, I introduce the two topic, but and, I, and then I go through the questions that the participants have left. So I truly believe that these areas of learning SEO become like quite satisfying, let's say, in the goal of learning that particular topic because you have all of this different bits uh, of information, um, not only external resources, but also tips, FAQs, uh, the video that you can watch uh, that can highly, highly, highly clarify the doubts that you will have. And all this for free in a reliable way. Um, and hopefully this will highly, highly facilitate the, the curve that many people have when starting in SEO or in any particular area in with an yeah. SEO. This is amazing. Yeah, I now understand why you rank number one for learn SEO above Google, above Moz, SEMrush. <laughs> you are just number one. Yeah, I, I am there. I am there. I'm trying. I, I, I am not yet number one. I am number third. I you are number say. one. If, 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 On if, my if, side, if, you are oh, number one. Yes, in Europe. In Europe, not in the US. Yes, in uh -huh, Europe, okay, I am okay. number one, but not in the US okay. yet. <laughs> um, I guess because the other websites are US based and more focused and have more popularity signals coming from the US. Yeah, so please maybe. go ahead, especially if you're US based, go yeah. on, link back click. to learningseo.io. <laughs> yeah, and click that third or yes. second. Yes, result. and search and search and click. 
Now, now yes. that we have the confirmation about clicking behavior, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And maybe uh, one more word about remorters. So if someone's looking for an SEO job, this is the place to, to look for offers. I remember there are quite a lot of offers there, right? Right. Yeah, in, indeed. So I include SEO jobs of every type um, in SEO FOMO. And other. And other remote. Yeah. But yes, in remoters, we have remote jobs of SEOs, content marketing, product ma ma marketing, like whatever type of remote uh, role, we have a job board for that in, in remoters. And we also have guides and tips of how to work remotely, how to succeed remotely, digital nomading, et cetera. So I highly, highly advise if, if you want to learn about that or you want to have uh, more opportunities, uh, remote opportunities in, from every area, go, you can subscribe also to the jobs alerts there. Awesome. Awesome. So one final, a bit personal question, like how many hours per day do you work? Do you work over weekends? Like how do you manage to do all of that? Like how many hours per client? How many hours for those other projects? Like more or less, if you can estimate. Yeah, it's very difficult for me to estimate because honestly, and this can of so sounds a little bit cheesy, but you I'm having fun, so I don't I don't necessarily track or consider this job, right? Like, so for example, and also I'm very flexible with my schedule, and that is the beauty of of uh, being self-employed, right? Yeah. So literally, I like this call with you is my first. Is I, I was sitting on on my desk uh, before I was uh, jump roping. I, I like to jump rope as a uh -huh. as an exercise, uh, and I was taking coffee and answering emails. Uh, so I was, guess I was working, but didn't feel like a work because I, watch, uh -huh. I was watching the news while I was following up with emails. So I take it easily in the morning. I work much more in the, uh, much more focused in the afternoon because also I have a, a lot of the clients uh, calls that I have are at the end of the day because many of them are US based. Mm -hmm. um, so they are in the afternoon. Um, but but yes, it, it's very difficult for me to say, oh, I look, I look at this time for clients, this time for projects. Um, thankfully, it all comes quite like naturally uh from and, and i don't need to say oh i cannot keep up right but yes i i i am not going to to lie and say that i i i don't work a lot i i do right <laughs> but again i believe that this is because of how i was raised and how i am everybody's mm -hmm. different right so um, i i literally since i was in my second year of university i work full time as a as a web designer, this is when I started to work as a web designer from 8 to 5, 30 p.m. And then I used to go to the university from 6 to 9 p.m. Don't ask me how I did it, but I graduated <laughs> as a systems engineer doing this. And then I don't, uh, don't ask me how, but I did have time to party. I did have, oh. have time to go out and go to the, watch the movies and have friends and everything. So don't ask me how, but I made it happen. And <laughs> So it, awesome. it all happens. So so I am very used since very young to have this sort of like mm -hmm. work hard, um, play hard uh, mentality, uh -huh. uh, especially like because of my bringing us in, in a, I, I think that this is much more common when you come from a developing country, right? Uh, since uh -huh. very early, when I was very young, my, uh, my dad always was like, you need to give it all. You need to have the best grades and not for the sake of best grades, but because if you want, 
to have opportunities, they they are not going to look mm-hmm. into the people who are have bad grades, right? So that that's mm-hmm. the reality of it. And um, so that was the mindset that I always had of giving it all, giving your best, not being uh, the medioc- mediocrity was not an option for you. You need to really try it. If you get it, great. If you don't grade it, you don't get, if you don't get it, then um, at least you give it all, right? So you don't yeah. you don't have that into you. So. So yeah, so this is something that I have have applied uh, that type of work ethic through all, my whole life, right? So now when people ask me, it's like, how do you do? It's like, it's like, well, it feels just my day to day, like because I, it has been always a natural thing for me to do uh, in, in my uh-huh. life, right? So yeah, there's that. Okay, awesome, awesome. So Aleda, so the best place to follow you is, of course, to subscribe to your newsletter, and yes. where where is the best place to reach you? Um, well, um, of course, at newsletter, seofomo.co.co. Um, also, I am in Twitter still, or X, <laughs> or however it's called these days, at Aleda. I'm also in LinkedIn sharing more because of all of what is happening next. I am sharing more in LinkedIn too. Uh, mm-hmm. I am, look for me, Aleda Solis there. Um, and then I my website, aledasolis.com. Uh, my consultancy website is orainti.com. I also have Marketing FOMO, which is a weekly newsletter that, um, let's say, shares whatever is relevant in marketing or digital marketing that is not shared in SEO FOMO. So the, non, the non-SEO digital marketing news and resources uh-huh. are there as a pivot too, which is, again, something another, another test that I'm doing, something that I am also excited about um, as a complementary thing. Uh, but yeah, so I, I guess that you can find me through all of this or look, look in Google for Aleda and I tend to run first for my name. Yeah. Uh, that is, that is the advantage of that. Your name is not so common. So yeah. Oh, awesome. 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 Aleda. So thank you so much. I am truly honored to have you here. This was such an insightful conversation. Yeah. I will probably be rewatching it a couple of times to, to get more, to absorb more. Thanks a ton for being here. And I am so happy that I I could uh, meet you in person, finally. Yes, likewise. Thank you for the opportunity. And very looking forward to see you at many more conferences. I would love to see you speak very soon. I will finally maybe (laughs) make it. (laughs) I will try. (laughs) Yeah, soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.